Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the art studio. I am your host, Dan Burke. I hope all of you are having a great day in your art studio, and I hope the art is coming out well. It is January 10th. 2016. I hope all of you are having a great day in your art studios. Today is my mother's 85th birthday. Such a blessing to still have her alive and with me. And uh, she's very mentally still with it and active and uh, just been an amazing thing. My mom was quite a, is quite a person. Uh, she worked three jobs to support us. She was an athlete, a really amazing person. Anyway, didn't uh, mean to get down that tangent, but I'm thinking about my mom today and wishing her a happy birthday. I created a book in December of 2016 called Floyd Flegelman Presents the Lost Comic Heroes, another book about screwball superheroes. It's a 37-page full-color book about Golden Age superheroes and fictitious superheroes every now and then I give away a book usually it's a PDF because that's the smartest way to do it and in the past the most people that would ever download or take a free book uh, would be a very small number sometimes less than 10 this year over the Christmas week I gave away Floyd Flegelman Presents The Lost Comic Heroes and I did that by providing a link on my website people could download and I have to say I think my reach must have increased because nearly 140 people downloaded the book and you'd think that giving the book away for free would actually hurt the sales of the book which I would say, yes, it must hurt the sales of the book, but I've actually sold about four copies of this book now on Amazon, which for a comic book that I just created out of nowhere is really good for me because I have many books that have not even sold one copy. So Floyd Flegelman Presents, The Lost Comic Heroes, just sold a copy today. I was looking over my stats for the previous year And I have sold, I guess, semi-roughly around 1,200 books in 2015, which is not too bad. Uh, Many of them were fitness titles, but many of them were uh, comic-related projects and different things. And I'm pretty pleased with that, I have to say. Uh, It doesn't add up to a lot of money at all. That's the truth. But... Uh, I can honestly say that it pays maybe 80% of my rent for the year. So that's pretty good. So that's something that's nice to have, at least a little bit. 
Uh, one of the big questions we always ask ourselves is, you know, how do we expand our markets? How do we find more customers? That's always the eternal question. I don't think advertising on Facebook or anything like that works. I think the best idea is to go out there and put your stuff on Facebook and so on, create a group of people around you that sees your work as best you can, perhaps podcasts, YouTube videos, uh, other websites where you can post and promote your work. I think that's the way to do it. That's not a definitive answer, by the way, of course, obviously, and uh, not very exacting, but it is probably the general wisdom at this point. Until something comes along that absolutely positively works, you know, who knows? I think uh, that putting my work on Amazon was a good move for me. I've had my work on other platforms. I've sold it myself. And without having a place to really advertise and drive people to my website, such as, you know, a podcast or YouTube videos or something, uh, I don't think there was any chance of, you know, to sell books on my own like that, even though that's probably how you'd make the most money. So Amazon has been pretty much the the, game, the only game in town uh, to sell books on. So all my books are through that system, which is worth mentioning. I've had books on Kablam, which is in like an Indie Planet comic book service, sells books. Uh, and I've sold probably in total on that service 24 books over the last six years. And one of them has been one single title has sold almost all of the books, and maybe one or two copies of something else. So uh, that was not any big deal at all. Uh, but I should mention, even though I've had my ups and downs with Kablam Printing, I've always been pretty pleased with their printing and considered it nearly a miracle that you can order a single copy or 10 copies of a comic book. And it actually comes back and looks like a comic book. <laughs> it really is amazing. Uh, I remember my first couple Kablam print jobs and how blown away I was to have an actual comic book of my work. For any of you who've ever made a comic book of your work and had it printed, let's say, at a place like Kablam or, or made it perhaps even yourself, you know that amazing feeling of having that completed book in your hand. It is, it is an amazing feeling. There's nothing quite like that feeling when you pop open your, you know, your envelope and there's your printed comics. More often than not, I've got some typos and some things that annoy me. But in the bigger picture, the bigger scope of it, I never thought it would come to something like that ever because, you know, years ago, offset printing, super expensive, you know, four to 5,000 to set up a book. And that was black and white. And that was the best you could ever hope for. To go to color printing, oh my gosh, didn't exist. But now we live in an age when it can be done. I am working on the Fletcher Hanks project book. I have to say, it's a really fun project to make. It's wacky. It's weird. The more I look into Fletcher Hanks, uh, the more I like it. And I think the, probably the biggest challenge for me in this project is trying to be even remotely as weird as Fletcher was. I'm trying to think of some good ways to kill off characters, some cool events to happen. And nothing seems quite as weird or as off the wall as Fletcher Hanks' stuff, uh, his work was. So I'm trying to capture that weirdness, that Old Testament righteousness, doom and thunder that he brought to his comic books. 
<laughs> I know that's asking a lot of me, but I am. Anyway, I'm cranking along on that book pretty well. Uh, let's see. I can tell you how many pages I have done if I look. I'd be curious myself where I'm at with it right now. I just got done watching The Thing from Another World, uh, a Howard Hawks original production from 1951. And uh, that movie still holds up as a fun movie. Uh, it really does. <laughs> the, the big monster breaking in and trying to kill everybody. It's really cool. All right, let's count the Fletcher Hanks pages. One, two. All right, I've got about 14 and a half pages done. And that's pretty good. I'm going to discount four of those pages right off the bat. Uh, covers and splash uh, intro pages and stuff. So let's figure I have about 10 pages of comics done right now on January 10th. Not a very blistering pace, I have to say. Uh, not cranking it out as fast as I would like to. But I have to say, I, I am enjoying the process. The book looks good. The stories so far are fun to read and silly as hell. So they are fitting the format of what I'm searching for in this project. So I'm going to go for about, I think, 24 to 30-ish pages on this. And since it's a full color, it uh, takes a little bit of work to fill it in. But uh, I'm coloring as I go and so on. So it will probably all finish pretty much all at the same time. Anyway, my Fletcher Hanks book coming along pretty good. I have some other projects in mind I need to get started here now that the year has turned into the new year. I think my website needs a revamping. Of course, I always think that. And I wonder sometimes if I'm second-guessing myself on the revamping of the website. Am I just spinning my wheels? Am I just rearranging you know, deck chairs on the Titanic? In other words, changing the format or the style of layout won't change anything. But... I think it might. You never know. It's not, you know, not, not, nothing uh, ventured, nothing gained, so to speak. And it's just a little bit of time uh, to apply myself to making those changes. I don't have, you know, anything. Well, I do have some big plans for the year. But nothing that's sort of art studio related per se. But of course, everything I do does and could eventually affect the art studio uh, as a project and a thing itself. I keep thinking at some point, you know, my RS feed thing will break down and I won't be able to post anymore to uh, iTunes, which if that thing broke, I don't know how in God I would fix it. You know, no, no way I'd understand how to redo it. Like I said a, a few months back, you know, I had to come back and start another art studio podcast to get it to reconnect the one time it disconnected. So, you know, there's two art studio podcasts on iTunes and both of them are me. One of them ran for like two years and this one has been running for like four or five years. So it's a little bit confusing. Anyway, I don't want that to happen again. I don't want the RRSS feed to break down and then have to, you know, restart try to reconnect. That would be a huge pain in the butt. It really, really would. I saw the movie The Revenant. Boy, is that a terrific thriller of a movie. 
And like some movies that don't make much sense moment to moment or what the hell happened, this thing makes a lot of sense, very logical, and what an adventure. And it's filmed so utterly beautifully. I understand they filmed the thing like the way they do NFL football games with the cameras on wires. And so they were able to follow people in the middle of fights and in forests and galloping horses and just absolutely amazing. I highly recommend The Revenant. Not a movie for kids, but a great movie for adults and a terrific survival adventure film. Just love the heck out of that thing. And very surprised by how good it was. From the first five, ten minutes in, you are sucked in. You're on the edge of your seat. It's a really good adventure. One of the most, I guess, common things I get here in the art studio is people wanting to know how they, too, can become an independent artist and do their thing. I am probably not a good person to ask that, even though I do it. I sort of fell into the whole thing ass backwards. Uh, It's not what I'd call a really successful venture. It goes up and down. You know, some years I make money, some years I don't. Some months I make money, some months I don't. And the months I don't, you know, it's a big pain in the ass, obviously, not to make money. So I guess I'd like it if it was steadier, a little more dependable. And so in that respect, it's not like I had some genius plan where I'm going to be an artist. If anything, like I said, I fell into it ass backwards. I've always had a love of art, always drawing, drawing, drawing my whole life, writing stories, writing comics. And like a comedian who often answers the question, well, why had you become a comedian? Well, there's really nothing else I can do. Uh, There probably is. I could probably, you know, be a greeter at Walmart or something. But I don't have any highly specialized skills beyond that. So pretty much, you know, have to do the art, want to do the art. And I love it. I have to say I feel every day really lucky and blessed that I get to create, do my own thing, sit down here in my house and make art. You know, I'm at the point in my career where I can see the end. It's like in the middle of a game. You can see, you know, the fourth quarter, third quarter, time passes. So I know this won't always be as it is now. You know, just to have the technology and the computers and so forth, uh, it takes a big investment of time, expertise, and money, and I'm not sure I'll always have that stuff. I was looking today at the backups of my different books and stuff, and I have just drives upon drives of backup drives filled of books and things like that. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, what will become of these things? (laughs) You know, like... Not everything lasts forever that's quote-unquote digital. So I guess my best hope is just to put things in print and that's where they'll be archived out there in the world. It's funny, someday I'll probably have to buy back my own books in order to have copies of them. I'm sure it'll come to that. (laughs) I don't really collect my own books or have them, so you know, out of the 80-some books I have out there in the world, I probably only have about, I don't know, 25 or 30 here. The other books I don't have copies of. So that's kind of weird. A couple years ago, I met someone who had a copy of a book I did 25 years ago. I said, can you mail that to me? Because I don't have a copy of it. (laughs) It's crazy when you don't collect your own work. Well, guys, I can only encourage you to do your thing, create, 
and take the time that you have now to do your thing, whatever that might be. And I'm talking perhaps even well beyond art. You know, raise a family, go out, have fun, experience life. All of us have to work hard to survive, and that is no joke. But in between all that, life can be a fantastic adventure. There is time to experience and do many things, so I encourage you to do that. In our lifetime, most of us will only make a handful of projects. So, you know, think of those few projects you make as very special things and care for them, you know, create them with great joy and great love and pour your heart into it. Uh, And that way you can be proud of it because you won't always be in the position to make those projects and to do those things. You can't take that for granted. So now, while you have the chance this year in 2016, go ahead and make your project. Go ahead and do your thing. Give it a go. Even if it's only a couple hours a week, those hours can add up and eventually build into a cool project, a painting, all sorts of things you can do. One thing I used to do that I don't do anymore is I used to draw or paint on a painting over a six-month period. Usually it'd be something really intricate with a lot of like cities or people or something. So I would just paint like a building each night until at the end of six months I'd have a hundred buildings kind of idea. So, you know, think long-term with your projects. Do something like that. Don't be afraid to take big projects, break them into little pieces, and proceed accordingly. That's the way you can break down anything. Anything can be achieved if you break it down into small enough steps and just be patient with yourself and give yourself time to do those steps. Well, guys, girls, keep doing your thing. Keep creating. Have a great time in your art studio. And I'll be back before you know it. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.